I'm Cape. And I'm Drew. We're just two former student athletes who understand the game. Not just on the court. But in life. At the end of the day, we just want to help. Today's athletes and former just trying to find their way. It's bigger than sports. This, this is the, the Cape, Cape and Drew podcast. podcast the, the real TikTok. TikTok. I'm Cape. I'm Drew. What's going on, everybody? We back. Uh, episode 17. School days. Uh, I'm gonna let you explain to the good people what it is, man. Uh, well, you know, basically, we just kind of got the idea because you know everyone's school starting bad. We both working in higher ed, and we kind of both been participating. You know, little back to school events like moving day. I know we've been having like Eagle Mania, and it was just funny seeing like everyone's like, you know, that that newness kind of everyone over everyone's face, <laughs> and it's like mm-hmm. you know I didn't see. I done seen parents cry, I done seen students cry. So we just kind of got the idea of like, man, our first time, you know, going to college and like how we experienced it, what our thoughts were going into the process. Yeah, man, I, I was, I've been volunteering for some, uh, on our campus with some, I think it's like the moving crew or something and just kind of signing up. And I enjoy just seeing like the, <laughs> the faces too. It's like, they're excited, but they're lost. They're like, you know, just all this bunch of emotion. Of course, the parents are kind of like blown a little bit, but excited too. They're trying to play it cool. Mom, dad's <laughs> trying not to cry. And no one knows what nothing is. <laughs> no one knows what nothing is. They're asking questions. And I mean, it's cool because I mean, I think back to like our freshman year or my freshman year, I was feeling those same things. Like I was excited, but mm-hmm. I was also like, a little bit nervous and a little bit, you know, just scared of the unknown. Like, what does this mean? Like, I'm literally about to be hours away from my parents and what I what I know. And uh, but then, you know, you start walking around campus. You're like, man, this is. This is I started this. Um, when they first when my people first dropped me off. I was like, cool. I was so ready to get there. And then once they left, man, <laughs> I remember it was just me and you in there. <laughs> in the yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, like, so what's next? And you were like, I mean, I'm chilling, man. I've been here. <laughs> yeah, dog, because I had been in that room. <laughs> you, like, you want to watch your game tape? Or... <laughs> like, oh, like, I had been in that same sick. room. You like, for you're like, man, no one's here. I mean, yeah, man, students are gone, man. <laughs> dog, I had been in that room for three, already a year already. Like, because, you know, West Broad, we didn't move out. Mm-hmm. We stayed in that same room. And so... You know, just for like my freshman, like I said, I was nervous, I was afraid, I was excited, all these mixed emotions. I just remember my parents just dropped me out my first school, I was at UNCA. And so, uh, you know, beautiful campus, but it was just a different vibe, liberal arts school, man. So it was a different vibe and, you know, uh, just different. And, and, you know, once once it was a little bit of nerve-wracking, it was kind of boring, but once the season started, I was cool. Cause basketball started and I met some cool guys and man, but just those workouts, those, those, man, when you're a freshman, those workouts are crazy. Like you've never worked as hard in your life. <laughs> and so you're I was just frustrated I was like, day one. <laughs> you said what now? I was thinking that I was like going hard in high school. Right. And then I remember like uh, having like even a workout, to even like that go by and then once I got to campus they were like yeah that's cool but here's what we got today <laughs> mm. and I just remember like the intensity 
everything was like game speed. You got people like yelling at you. You're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> What's going on? Right. Where's the fire? <laughs> I can remember, man, I don't, when I look back on it, like once I thought I got kind of used to campus and I was getting like my flow, I still remember I, I had these Playboy bunny earrings. <laughs> I just always laugh like, why did I those? I thought I was so cool. Dog had the same one. I was right there with you. That's that's why I had those. <laughs> no, we thought we was cool, man. I, I I remember wearing them. I mean, you look back at them pictures, man. You look at them pictures like what? What in the world was I what was I thinking, man? And like again, just kinda like your freshman year, it's just different, man. And so you're trying to fit in off the court too. Uh, you know, you, you, you act like you partied before and like, you you know, yeah, yeah, let's go hang out, man. I ain't, I had never partied a day in my life before I got to college. I had never, like I've been, I've been in some kickbacks, but I ain't never been in no bars or no clubs or no real like party where people expect you to dance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The thing is, I don't even think anything was really going on like that, like during the summer, but they used to have them there going like little kickbacks at uh, like one of the older guys' apartments. And that was still like, yo, this is this is a little intense for me. <laughs> I know, man, because you're free, man. You see, like, people drinking. You see girls, like, dancing on dudes. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's what we doing? That's what we got tonight? I was like, yo, there's no curfew. <laughs> no curfew, dog. No curfew, man. So, yeah, um, a, lot of, a lot of distractions. But then once school started, man, that's when <laughs> I was like, yo. I'm in college. <laughs> yeah. We did a move-in day. We helped people move in. But I just remember, like, our first official team meeting where they gave us these binders that were, like, I don't know, like a GRE prep book. <laughs> <laughs> that moment on, we were, like, isolated from the whole campus. Well, it was cool because, you know, we were – we were like, I'm thinking about hooping, but it was just like we didn't have. I didn't, I can't remember anything else about this, this school. <laughs> nah, man, that's the thing. I do remember that first team and how serious it was. We, I think we all had to stand up and say something like where we're from and mm-hmm. you know all of that. And I just remember I just couldn't wait to like, like hoop, like because you know in the summer, man, it's real chill. You work out, you play pickup, but I was just like, yo, I'm ready to like really hoop, but. It was like hooping was never my like issue. It was the other stuff, like the conditioning, the weights, the like, you know, being sore and, and the individual workouts when I'm going up against sophomore junior seniors that are stronger and faster and they know already what to expect. They know when to rest. They know how to like just get through stuff mentally, man. That's when I was kind of looking like, I don't know if I can hoop at this level. Crazy thing was, so I'm there during the summer, so I'm getting through that, right? So when it's when school comes around, I'm thinking like, oh yeah, man, I got this on lock, right? Yeah. Man, we're doing our official state workouts and practice. It went to another level. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, oh, I just gave you all I had during the summer, man. I don't even know if I got you in the tank for this. Duh, <laughs> that's so funny because you're right. Like you think, like just when you think you got it, you're like, okay. I'm getting used to that. Like, I was a little better this week in my individuals. I didn't get as tired. I made a couple more shots. Then you go to the next level, like the season, like, pra- like practice for the season. And now you got to remember plays. 
you got to remember, like, like you remember, man, you remember Perfection Six, dog? And gosh, that man, dog that nightmares. That is a nightmare, dog. So all of those things as a freshman, uh, just getting used to that, man. That Perfection Six, and I mean, just all of that, and then, and then, like for me, you know, just off the court stuff, trying to find my way, and uh, and so like sophomore year, let's just go right into sophomore year. I, w- I transferred to uh, VCU my sophomore year, so mm-hmm. like it was a it was a it was almost like being a freshman again because I was in a whole different space, different state, different environment, but it was such a better fit for me. Like it was just a cool, cool, cool vibe, man. You already know how VCU was, mm-hmm. and so um, I just remember thinking is just when I got used to UNCA and feeling like I could play at that level towards the end of the season. I was like, okay, I'm gonna just go to VCU and take take, take what I learned here, man. Then I then I ran into Dominique Jones. <laughs> then I then I ran into Michael Doe. I was like, yo, there's no way these dudes are playing my spot, are they? Man, and we we had two different kind of experiences our, our sophomore year because your sophomore year I was a freshman, so my sophomore year, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, okay, paid my dues, kind of learned the system. I'm like, you know, I'm de-weighting this thing from here on out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I stayed there during the summer, I'm working out, like, I'm like, zero distractions, I'm locked in, and it just seemed like it came to a crashing halt in a matter of, like, minutes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Just, like, I was, like, almost 10 feet behind where I even started. <laughs> yeah, man. And that's that's really, I mean – that's really how it was. We had a bunch of guys at the same position, but mm-hmm. it was just the grind. It was just a grind. I feel like somewhere because I had to sit out. Somewhere it was really fun for me because I, I sat out. I was sitting down just for NCAA rules, and we had a great team. Like, it was just funny guys to be around. We had an older team, but we had guys like Willie T, Antoine, Willie D. Jones, those who sat out with me, who, like, really, like, showed me the ropes of Richmond, Virginia. You know what I mean? And, like, like show me how to like not take ball so serious <laughs> because <laughs> I like I say man I was I was coming from a, a small town the UNCA to to VCU and my comfort zone was always basketball so I would like to stay in my room and watch old VHS tapes and mm-hmm. watching old Carolina Duke games Duke v, UVA games just studying the game and those were like man I remember those coming to my room like yo what channel that game on I was like man this is from like 1990 oh, yeah. <laughs> this was like 1995 and he was like man cut that off man come with me man so I was he kind of like showed me how to have a good time and like relax and uh introduced me to a lot of good people in Virginia including his folks uh Georgia and Mike Doe's um, so he was, he was kind of like my savior, man, my saving grace. Cause he was just cool. He just kind of took me on his wing, man. I remember, man, like older guys, man, they really taught you how to be a college athlete. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you coming from high school. Like I remember, you know, high school after a game, you know, you just get dressed, you go home. Right. But, or after practice, you just get dressed, go home. But that's at VCU, man, you know, we had a nice facility. So I remember mm-hmm. going to guys after practice. Take a shower. <laughs> and I was like, not used to that. I was like, you mean in there? Like with everybody? <laughs> so, kind of like, you just had to like, that's a, the culture of like, yo, 
No one wants you, man. Take a shower, <laughs> get dressed, and you go back to class or you go do what you got to do, but don't walk around. Like, that's, that's how you get staph infections, man. <laughs> yeah, man. And after, like, like after a two-a-day or after them, one of them four-hour practices that we used to have, man, you, you'd be crazy not to take a shower. Because you had, you had grown man workouts to it after that. <laughs> yes, man. It was no more like puberty had gone, like, been seen and gone. You were a full-grown man by now. <laughs> Oh, and I just remember, like, you know, you living on your own now. You kind of, you, you in an apartment, you got a roommate. So it's kind of like you got to be conscious of, like, you can't just be a slob slob. You know, you got to kind of pick up after yourself um, and stuff like that, man. I, I, luckily, man, we had, like, a pretty good, cool, chill, like, roommates. Like, me, you, Doles, and Cooney. Like, we all pretty much got along. So it wasn't a real ever uh, issue. I, I think about that all the time. Like, you were, like, to me, you were a neat freak. Like, I just remember, like, you kept getting the room pretty clean. Like, you had, like, all the electronics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you had, like, all your Jordans laid out, all deep, shoelaces. Tuck, tuck, in, them, tuck in them shoelaces, man. Uh, my clothes laid out for the first day of school. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Those was a neat freak. So was Cooney. I think out of all of us, and I don't think I'm a slob, I probably was the the one that was just kind of like whatever the most, but y'all was pretty clean. But one thing, one thing I will say about all of us in that room is that we did get along, but we were all different though. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, like we were, we were all like, like to me, those was just cool, laid back, got along with everybody. You was like the goofy one, laughed at everybody, laughed at everything. You kept everything <laughs> light all the time. Cootie was like, Cootie was like, I don't know what Cootie was. Cootie was just like cool, but at the same time, he, he was, you, said, you said what? It's like he was serious, but not serious. <laughs> yeah, he was like the dad. He was like the dad of the house, man. Mm -hmm. uh, like if he had a good day, he was cool to be around. But if he had a bad day, he was like, all right, <laughs> all right, Cootie. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> nah, man. And for me, I just was just, I was, I don't know what my role was in the house. I think I was. Because I was, like, related to the coach, I felt like at first, especially before you got there, I felt like guys were afraid to hang around me for a while. I felt yeah. like guys were, like, thinking I was going to report back to, you know, who. <laughs> if, like, we did something, like, if we stuck out or if guys did something, or they were drinking or doing stuff. And I remember one night, I was like, yo, man, like, I feel like they were testing me. They was like, hey, man, how tight, how tight you and coach? <laughs> I was like, man, we fight, man. We grew up together. Da da da. It's all right, man. You know, you know, we like to have a good time now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, yo, man, I ain't, I ain't that dude. I ain't gonna go back and tell him nothing. Um, but it was a good time, though, man. It really was. Man, and then you think about so my junior year, right? I um <laughs> I transferred to uh, the illustrious North Carolina Central <laughs> University. <laughs> And it was a whole different vibe, man. Like, uh, I'm trying to think the, first of all, not everyone there, not everyone that was on the team is there during the summer, right? Because mm -hmm. they don't have the same resources. So it's like, you can't just go to summer school and stay there. And right. we didn't have, like, this apartment that's on campus. Man, we stayed in a house that was, like, down the street from the school. But it wasn't one of those, like... A house it was like somebody a house somebody flipped <laughs> and made it like people could rent out a room so we just happened to all rent out that house and it was cool i remember the culture was totally different though so at vcu you know we were the main sport because we didn't even have a football team right so 
show you got a football team that's good and then i didn't even realize that a band was like the marquee thing at hbc i was like yo it's band though they're like nah yo that's the band <laughs> so uh that and then if you take into the fact like so first day of classes everyone's like a, it's like a club line outside the calf for chicken day wednesday and i was just like yo it's that dude <laughs> Man, the line was wrapped around the building for people to get in. And I was like, you know, it can't, the chicken can't be this good, you guys. <laughs> and I was oh. like, nah, it ain't even about the chicken, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so that whole, that whole mindset, man, that was just, that was a dope experience, not a lot. Yeah, I'm sure I remember talking to you about a few, a few times just about the culture shift. And I remember you saying how easier like basketball was like just the intensity level was nowhere near VCU. It was just the I think the intensity part, man. Like that intent that it was it was so intense, man. At VCU, like because uh, how many coaches do we have VCU? We had, like four or five coaches at Central. We had about four. You had said at Central, you had how many? You only had two coaches, and the rest of the if there were any more coaches, they were just volunteers. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, they weren't paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it was a whole, you know, different vibe, different type of intensity there, man. Yeah, I I, I remember being a little envious, man. I remember talking to you a few times. You was like, man, it's cake, you rolling, you the man. I was like, man, like, because I think we both talked to, like, I, I think when you decided to leave, for a minute, we were both talking about both going, I think, because mm-hmm. um, with your cousin being there, Yep. And I was like, man, I already transferred in. I'm like, man, I'm having such a good time at BCU. <laughs> you know, basketball wasn't really, like, working out like I thought it was. But I, I love just seeing the vibe at that school, man. And I was, like, I got along with those and Dom so well and other teammates. I was like, man, I think I'm going to stick it out. And, um, I mean, it worked out. I met I met my wife there. So, <laughs> it was, it all worked out, man. I know for my junior year, too. Like, that was the year, I mean, I turned 21, I got my whip, I got my car, my people bought me a car, and so I felt like, you know, when you become a junior, man, you kind of feel like, ain't no real, uh, it ain't gonna be no more surprises, right? Mm-hmm. Like, your 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 schoolwork is what it's gonna be, you and, you and your major or whatnot, practice, you know, you understand what it is, you understand those moments as an upperclassman when things are real intense. And, you know, like, like when you're doing individuals where you can kind of catch your breath, you know what I mean? And I was getting, I was getting to those points, man, where as a junior, I was, I used to love working out with the younger guys. Cause I was like, I'm going to have this advantage over y'all before y'all figure it out. <laughs> so yep. I used to like love doing individual workouts with the younger guys, man. Cause I was like, I'm going to have my way with you right now because you, the same way they had their way with me until you, until you <laughs> figure it out. Yep. So, yep. um, but junior year was like that. I think that's when, especially when you get 21, like you can get into the bars a little bit more uh, and just, you feel like you know everything. It's, junior year was probably like my favorite year because it's not like you don't have to worry about senior year stuff yet. And you mm-hmm. feel like, you feel like you figured out college too. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, but so I, I just remember feeling like, you know, you know, this is just a, a really good time. And you remember when I got the rodeo, man, we used to be in that joint, making the trip down West Broad every day. That, the rodeo, boy, that that saved our life, didn't it? <laughs> Big time. 
hopping in the rodeo, man, going to the mall, going to other parts of campus, damn, going to get late night food. Like, it was just, going to MCV. The, the biggest issue you would have was like, yo, man, I got a butter spot, man. I don't want to lose my spot. No, <laughs> oh, I know, man. You remember you used to try to get the Parker spot right there in front of West Broad? Yep. And you ain't want to move that joint for weeks. <laughs> they got parking meters out there now. It's nothing on parking my car on the side of a street overnight for nothing when there's a parking deck right across the street. <laughs> right, no, literally right across the street with an elevator in it. So it's and not it's like security. you have to like walk. <laughs> yeah, dog. So I don't, I don't know what that was about. But then you always think like, man, I don't feel like putting gas in my joint and. Just all kind of stuff, just petty stuff. But anyway, um, I know, um, I know, like your junior year, you had like a bigger role, right? Like you was the guy, right? So senior senior year, like I know for me, my role, I, I had kind of accepted, not accepted, like I like I was not going to quit. I felt like I was going to always be optimistic about having a bigger role on the team. But one thing that I did accept going in my senior year is that I was going to be like somewhat of a mentor to the younger guys. Like I knew I was the old guy on the team. Now I was like 22 uh, and that's old, you know, <laughs> compared to like the 18, 19 years old. And I had been there the longest, me and Kootenai had been there the longest um, and Nick George. So, you know, they were like key, key guys on the team. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of accepted like, I'm gonna go all out. I'm gonna give it 110%. I'm gonna go all out of practice at the end of the day. I'm going to, like, be an ear for these younger guys trying to figure it out. I'm going to always be positive as much as I could be with my whole situation. But I just – I almost I, – I, I don't want to say I got peace, but I, I did get peace because that joint, my that summer going into my senior year, I ended up going to uh, Canada with my dad. Um, went up there to get laced, but it turned into, like, a just a good trip with your dad, right? And then we also, as a family, went to uh, Virgin Islands and – like we just kind of vibed and kicked it and chilled and it got my mind away from like school. And then going to my senior, I just had a different calm about me, but you know, you know, and then the, then the last part of the senior semester is when it kind of hit you like, Oh, it's about to be over, huh? <laughs> last semester of your senior year, man, you kind of feel like a zombie because like we'll, we'll talk about that a little later, but it's a it's a crazy feeling. I know yeah. for me going to my senior year, it was kind of like a for our for our overall team, it was like a redemption year because one of our better players he was sat out his junior year because he got hurt, and so we had him back, and we kind of all felt like you know this was we had a good kind of core nucleus of guys, and we were gonna really try to you know have some forward momentum going into the year. So it wasn't a it wasn't like anything that I was surprised about. It was like, you know, I kind of knew, knew what was going on, knew what needed to be done. Uh, like you said, like no surprises. Like we had some younger guys on the team. And so you would see them experience stuff that you had already been through. And so you were just kind of want to see how they would handle it. But you kind of serve kind of like that mentor role too, just kind of like watching out for my, like, hey man, I know this looks like a good time, man, but you know, we got a big game tomorrow. So. You can just chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll be there. She'll be there. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she ain't going nowhere, man. Like you can kind of relax. And that's the other part too. When you become a senior, like not like literally nothing surprises you anymore. So like the parties, like I love. I used to get off on seeing like the young guys going to their first party. Even for you, when it, like when I when I was your host on your visit, like we walked into the commons, 
Now I looked yep. at your face, you was like, oh, okay, okay. Yep. <laughs> I'm committed. I'm committed. I'm committed today. <laughs> yeah, no, that, it's nothing like that feeling, man. But when you get older, you just you kind of walk in and, you know, you've been around the block a few times. And so, it's like, you, you know, you're in a whole different space, man. And so I kind of, because those were so good to me, like just so cool with me and so with Dom, I try to pass down what they kind of taught me like uh yeah. i know for like i ta- I know for like Maynard, and i just i'm just thinking about this now like me and doge used to go eat all the time together just me and him sometimes and me and Doge, and that was like or, or and don too and that was like therapy for us or therapy for me at least and so when they left to go play ball overseas like me and Maynard, i said this on a previous episode we used to go to the ruby tuesday and just i used to not that he needed my advice he didn't need my advice at all I, like i said i feel like it was more therapy for me to talk to him, but I try to pass down that like, just, just like, yo, no matter what, no matter how big or how small you are, be a good person. Like that's, that was my whole energy because that's what Doles and Dom taught me. Like, yo, you can be the best player on the team or the worst player on the team. Now that shouldn't, you know, determine what kind of person you are. And so I try to set that example for like, all the guys, even though it's hard as you know what sometimes, man, because I was like, yo, man, this is crazy. <laughs> man, but I'm fucking now too, man. Uh, Gwen, right? TJ Gwen. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember him, man. You remember him on his visit, right? <laughs> yeah, you talking about you talking about when he was oh yeah, I do remember you guys kind of experience things first time, man. You look, I looked at Gwen, man, like, yo, I was like, yeah, he's coming here, man. He's coming. He's having a really good time right now. <laughs> having a really, and Gwen was a top 100 prospect, dog. That's what people don't understand. You remember he was at the, he was at the, uh, the top 100 camp. Yep. Yep. And he kept uh, stats for a couple of his games. We did. And I remember thinking like, man, he's a top 100 guy. Why, why would he come here? But he did like you like you right when he came on his visit that's one thing we did and i know other schools do that man but when we when we did when guys would visit man we would like show them like yo we're a family we have a good time dog <laughs> no recruit ever left that didn't have a good time and then it wasn't even like they had to like do something crazy it was just a matter of like like you said like us treating them good as far as you know as people like you know it was like yo what's going on we can answer any questions you got like we hanging out we chilling like and that's yeah. four. <laughs> so I mean, I know everyone, yeah. everyone that had a good time that came with it for a visit. Dog, I, I'm. I think I was three or three or four. Four. I know I had you. You committed. B. A. Mm-hmm. Walker. He committed. And Eric Maynard. He committed. Thank. And 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 I would like to say, BC, you owe me a check for at least. <laughs> Maynard. Maynard got you beat. Beat Duke. Dog oh, took you to the to the to the tourney, all-time leading score and assist. I need my cut, baby. <laughs> Man, you think about it, like, when we're, you know, older now, like, stuff we would do if we could go back. And I always think, man, like, it's nothing like I would be like, oh, man, I wish I would have went harder because I feel like I went, like, I gave it all I had. But I do really, like, regret the way that I treated my body back then, like, as far <laughs> as, like, I ain't really stressed like that. I definitely didn't drink water like I do now. <laughs> and I be thinking, um, you know how we work out now, man. We we was like, yeah, man, got this new pre-workout, man. You need to try this, man. We never had that. We 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 just didn't do it. And I was like, yo, I wish I would have did that back then to see what would happen. <laughs> yeah, because I'm with you on that, man. Like I I 
we ate exactly what we anything we wanted to mm-hmm. uh like we we were going to wendy's every night i know we used to go to like i think you were gone but man we used to eat mcdonald's 12 a.m you know you get hungry in college you're burning all that off you go to man, i used to go get a double quarter pound of meal with a with a large sweet tea 12 a.m dog um that's no good <laughs> you think about man was the last time you had like cook out of fast food <laughs> you'd be like yo i can't even remember just because like yo I don't even like how I feel after I eat that. <laughs> Man, what, dog? You know, a couple of weeks ago, we was in Raleigh, and I, we stopped at Popeye's. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Dog, I, I remember I told you the next day I had a, a men's league game, and I crammed up so bad that night. You know why? I thought it, I was, like, thinking, like, where is this coming from? I was like, man, I did play two games, but I drink water. It was all that sodium, that salt, and that chicken. Oh, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> That's I, what it was. You want to try that Popeye's chicken sandwich? Not gonna lie to you. Dog, dog. <laughs> hey, how crazy the world Popeye's chicken sandwich got the world going crazy right now. I'm not gonna lie, man. It's really got me. It's really got me. But I'm I know, but then I, then I, but then I see like the lines you gotta wait in. I see people like fighting over it. I'm like, <laughs> no, I ain't got time for that. Yeah, man. what? I'm not. I'd be like, I ain't that hungry, man. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> ain't that good, dog? Like I know it's going. The world got the world going crazy, but. But like not just not to go too far off topic, but yeah. Uh, but, but but yeah, man, I I'm with you, man. I just wish that you know I feel like we worked out hard. I mean, you have no real choice but to like. I I just wish I would have. We went hard in the weight room conditioning, but then I wish I would have took the initiative also to do extra, like like literally. Even though I was dog tired most of the time, I wish I would have did there because I know like people like Jesse did. Like I used to see Jesse going in there lifting before class or like after class or between classes and i'd be thinking like man you know we got workouts tonight but he was he was hungry man he was trying to he was trying to hoop and he ended up going from a walk-on to a scholarship player starter and i just wish i would have done things like that a little bit more and uh like you said ate better took care of my body better got more rest that's the biggest thing man like I didn't, I didn't hardly get, I took like day naps, but like at night, man, we was up. Yeah. Like it was, yeah, definitely didn't even, cause it's like, you know, you don't really feel the effects of it because you're so young, but you think about now, man, if you try to stay up till three o'clock in the morning, it's a wrap for the next day. <laughs> three, three o'clock. If I stay up until like 11 or 12, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an angry son of a gun the next day. <laughs> Man, yeah, I'm thinking, so. man, like if I had like tips for like incoming like student athletes, uh, I think I would I would tell them, you know, have a good time. I would say, man, really be uh, effective in the way you communicate with your coaches, because I know for me, I was scared to really have those conversations with coach. Like, hey, what do I need to do to play more, or what am I doing this? You said this, da da da, but da da da, doing this. Like, I was like, whatever you say, okay, cool. <laughs> like, I didn't right. want to, like, I didn't want to ruffle any feathers. <laughs> but I was like, yo, it's okay to have an honest and open conversation with someone, like, in a in a manner of, like, you're not being disrespectful. You're just talking to them. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you there, too, man. I, I, I know for me, I tried that approach a few times, but it wasn't re- received well. But I think that was just a, a rare case. <laughs> But mm-hmm. yeah, that's some good advice to give give to some um, current or some ones that are coming up. 
that you, you got to be open, even as you're being recruited, like be open. Like, like these coaches are going to tell you what you want to hear, but you need to like really get a good vibe, get a good feel and be able to communicate like, Hey, what kind of offense? That's one thing I wish I would have asked. Like, what kind of offense do you run? Like, mm-hmm. cause the offense we ran at, at my first school, man, it just wasn't me. Like I'm more of a instinctively guy, instinctive mm-hmm. player. And he had, like, a two-guard set. Like, you want me to come down, <laughs> pass it to the wing or the four guy coming up on the elbow, and we read – it was, like, almost a little mini triangle. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like my man – I'm like Butch McCray, man. Like, hey, man, I'm used to the – I'm used to having a ball in my hand, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it, it's important, like you said, to communicate. And then while you're there, especially coaches – most coaches say, I got an open-door policy. Like, mm-hmm. take, them up, take them up on that. Like, go knock on his door, all the coaches. Man, that's that's very true, man. I, and I carry that over now to my workspace today. Is where it's like, you might talk to one of the big wigs, and someone else might be like, "Oh, that's 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 nice." You know, you kind of put yourself out there. I'm like, yeah, I am, <laughs> because I want to I want to excel here. Like, I want to I want that to be known. <laughs> yes, and 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 you <laughs> yeah, and your supervisor, they're human too. Like that's a good point. Coaches are human too. Like the people that are in these positions, that's one thing is we gotta that we know, like, man, they the same as us. Like we shouldn't and they actually want you to come communicate with them. And you're not always gonna agree with what they say or how or how you're not gonna walk away from the meeting all the time, like that was wonderful, that was great, they loved me. But mm-hmm. at least like like get in the good habit of being able to express yourself and to receive feedback and criticism. And like, don't take it personal. Like, like take what they say and take what they say at face value. Like, don't don't think that they don't mean what they say. No, mm-hmm. they do. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Man, uh, also, when we talk about like the relationships that we built, like with our our teammates, man. They they carry over to life, man. How we and we still communicate with some of those guys. Like, I know you keep up, you know, with Dom and Doles. Man, I had some of the most like classic stories with some of my dudes at Central. Man, I mean, uh, just you know, from Tory and Joffrey, from them coming from like the country, country, and just them coming to Central. Um, from my boy Mayshack, like me, me and Mayshack, we actually played AAU together growing up, and so then we kind of transferred in together. He was actually a Kappa, then I became a Kappa, so we kind of were close with that. We had. You know, my big dude, Jay Herb, big six seven, six eight dude from Texas, man. Talking about the biggest gentle teddy bear you ever meet. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, uh, Chris Tyrants, you met him. The crazy thing is, man, I, I got to tell this story. And I, it's a classic story. We always laugh about it. Hervey looks like the guy from Menace Society <laughs> who was like, you bought the bottle of beer. <laughs> So anytime Herb would get in trouble or do something crazy, we'd always look at him like, hey, man, you know you done effed up, right? <laughs> so I think it was right when social media really started getting going with Facebook. You know, um, Hervey, he was an alpha. So he, his profile picture was him, black suit, white shirt, gold tie. He leaves the room. He leaves his Facebook open, though. And Chris... Being Chris, <laughs> he gets on this. Uh, he gets on his page and he downloads a picture of that same dude from Menace Society with the same exact suit on, and puts it as his profile picture. <laughs> it stayed like that for hours without him noticing. And then you got people commenting, like laughing and clowning. 
and you know, he ain't had a mobile one, so he wanted to get these notifications. <laughs> he just didn't see it until the next time he logs in. <laughs> so I know you told me that story a few times, and, and what's funny is you used to tell me about this dude. Like when you were at Central, you was like, "Man, we got this dude on our team. Look, just like this dude from Minnesota side." I was like, "Nah, man." <laughs> man, when I met that, when I met that dude, I was like, "Yo." <laughs> But he was cool though, man. All them boys, I think I met all of them, man, and they was uh, they was real cool. I think Chris, uh, that, that's the old boy that played AU. He played with the Greensboro Gators, I think. Uh, he played with uh, Raleigh Heat, Raleigh Heat. The Raleigh Heat, yeah, I remember Chris, man. Um, but yeah, it is funny, Bird, man. man. I can't forget about Bird. <laughs> oh yeah, Bird. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. Bird was cool too, man, man. But you're right. Like you make these relationships with with your teammates. I mean, you look at us. Like, I mean, we pretty much talk every day with this text on the phone. Um, and then, like, you know, I, I got a long list of teammates because, you know, as we get older, man, you start thinking back on guys that really just, you know, it, it, you, you were teammates, but you spend so much time with them. And no, even though uh, you don't talk to them every day, like I know I go back to BCU at least once every other year. When you see them, it's like you ain't – it's like you would just – doing yep. suicides with them, you know what I mean? Like, you were just at the club with them and whatnot. Um, and so that's how you know it was real. It was, like, some sincere love back then. So I got a long list of guys, so bear with me. Shout out to B.A. Walker. I still can't believe you could hoop as good as you could, man. You look like you was 12 years old, you bitch. Just for a mustache. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he's still uh, – B.A. still hooping, man. He was so nice. It was crazy. I just couldn't believe he was – just so smooth and dunking like that it was crazy. But anyway, TJ Gwen, what up, Gwen? Gwen for three, Emana, my man, D Jones. We talk about you, so I think we talk about you on every episode. <laughs> Mike, Mike Anderson, Mike, aka Mike Nice, uh, kept his room dark like he was a vampire all the time. Uh, Jamal Shula, my guy. Jamal Shula was like Kobe, man. He was like our Kobe dog. Like never saw a shot he didn't like, but he was making them drunk. It was crazy. <laughs> Uh, Sam Falk, my guy, 910. And you remember they used to be Bird Game, Mike Knight, yep. Small yep. Sam. Uh, Alex Harper, Kootenay, my man. Uh, e. Mathis, you was, uh, you was the first dude who put me on that 50 Cent when it first came out. Uh, <laughs> Willie T, my guy, he was lead for sure. He's wild, but he was definitely lead. Had all the ink, Lil, Lil Wayne before Lil Wayne. Uh, Antoine Willie, the old grandfather team was 27. T Willie, baby. T Willie, baby. T Willie, baby. T Willie. Uh, Jonas, my guy. Uh, we used to kill out the pickup, man. We used to play the coaches. We used to murder them coaches. Uh, Derek Reed, stiff man. <laughs> Mark Adams, what up? Woo. Coolest. Mark Adams was the coolest dude ever. Uh, Jesse Pellarosa, strongest dude I've ever seen in my life. That's why you should you should have stopped lifting so much. You could have dunked if you did. Um, <laughs> Ke Kevin Moore, Uncle Kevin Moore, uh, <laughs> always trying to cook out somewhere. Um, Nick George, crazy Nick George, but still one of the one of the baddest dudes I've ever seen uh, hoop in person. Uh, Ronaldo, hey yo 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 yo, <laughs> Ronaldo, slim. <laughs> Slim, yeah. Uh, Reverend Calvin Rowland, um, Alex Stom, one of my roommates, man, before you got there, he was cool. A.B. Lehman, 910, what's up, A.B.? Hope all is well. Uh, Will Firmini, uh, straight from the, straight from the uh, motherland. <laughs> uh, 
Deontay Smith, Deontay was so cold, man. Deontay, like, literally was league, man. 6'9", shoot three, big, athletic. Um, and the rest of the guys, if I forgot to mention you, uh, just, you know, charge it to my mind, not my heart, man. It's all love. I hope everybody's well. I feel like I feel like I just did a shot. You remember J. Cole had his album? He was shot, shot never everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I just did that. But anyway... We love y'all, man. We hope all is well. Uh, we think about y'all like all the time. Me and Drew be talking about old stuff all the time, man. So, uh, you know, uh, it's all love. And so we just want to end the show with, again, just congratulating all the freshmen out there who are about to embark on this journey, man. It's just a great time and just cherish it. It goes by so quick. And, uh, you know, just be open-minded, uh, take care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, work hard, be humble, be safe, network, and at the end of the day, graduate. That's the goal. So you got any other advice, anything else you want to say? Uh, nah, man, we, we pretty much covered it, man. We just, you know, we, we hoping for big things this semester from everybody. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. And so... Listen, we need to get in the habit of doing this, man. Our Instagram is at Cape and Drew Podcast. Please go follow and, and check us out. And if you got any questions or any feedback or, you know, would like for us to cover any topics, please shoot us an email or let us know on, on our Instagram as well. But our email is Cape and Drew Podcast at gmail.com. Cape and Drew Podcast at gmail.com. And so we want to end the show like we always do, man. The highest human act is to inspire. We appreciate y'all. I'm Cape. I'm Drew. We out.